Here's what's coming up on this week's show. When we talk about stress, one of the things that causes stress is uncertainty. So if you can create some certainty by planning, then that's obviously going to help. The Beat. Welcome to The Big Little Business Show, the podcast that helps small business think big. Hey, hey, how you doing? Welcome to The Big Little Business Show. It's Paul Mumford over here, the lovely Claire Horsley over there. Now, if you're listening to us for the first time, or even if you're not, make sure you hit subscribe and follow so you don't miss out on future episodes. That'd be nice. And get in touch too. Leave us your comments. Let us know what you think about the podcast, what you'd like to hear on future episodes. Maybe there's a topic we haven't covered yet that will help you and your business to grow because that's what we're here for. Oh, and make sure you hang around till the end for another chance to win £500 of marketing expertise for your business. So last week here in the UK, we were talking about mental health as it was Mental Health Week. And I just really felt it would be appropriate to bring this up as a topic today. As we find ourselves in the UK as business owners returning to some sense of normality, maybe going back out to see clients, booking appointments, and maybe even seeing people face to face, um, seeing real people, I really feel this is going to potentially bring up some challenges for a lot of business owners because we're going to be doing things very differently to how we've been doing in the last 12 to 14 months. Yeah, there have been some gradual changes to the restrictions in the UK over the last few months, but the ones that are happening this week are pretty significant, aren't they? So, yeah, it's really important to think about people's mental health at this stage because we've gone from one stressful transition, which was March last year, to perhaps another stressful transition this year and people are coming out of the woodwork people are thinking about how they can change their business and make up for lost time almost effectively yeah and it's it's really gonna be very stressful i'm sure in a lot of ways because actually what was very fearful for us a year ago is now become almost normal so it's now coming away from the new normal and going back to actually what we've been doing for years and years so i think that transition is going to be quite difficult for a lot of people and of course as you say you know the pressure to make up for any shortfalls get back those clients and get back out there doing what we do best in itself is going to be quite tricky. Yeah, so we had an episode about this last year with Emma McNally, who's an NLP coach, and she was talking about stress in a very big way, how stress can affect your ability to succeed in your business and what you can do to stop stress holding you back. And actually what we thought we'd do today, it's the first time we've ever done this on the podcast, is go back and have another listen to that episode because it was almost, well, it was almost a year ago that that one came out, wasn't it? Goodness, seriously. See, that just goes to show, doesn't it? Like time, we're losing sense of time. Um, But yeah, with with Emma, she talked about uh, stress and actually what that means to the individual, which I felt was really interesting, but also as well how we can best manage and cope if we are feeling really overwhelmed, if we are feeling really stressed, so we can, you know, continue to run our businesses effectively, but most importantly, be aware of our own mental health at the same time. This is the Big Little Business Show. I run a neuro-linguistic programming training school. Um, so what that's about is understanding performance psychology, understanding the neuroscience, what's going on between your ears, and more importantly, how to apply these tools and techniques so that you can achieve greatness, whether that's in your professional life, your personal life, a bit of both. Um, so it's all about helping people to achieve greatness and to have success and have a better quality of life. Can you just com- um, explain a little bit more about what that actually means and what those words relate to? 
So the neuro part refers to our nervous system. It's then about linguistics. So Mm -hmm. um, language, not just body language, but also the words you use, the tonality, what you say, what you don't say, all of that sort of thing. There's language patterns. And then the programming bit is about change because it was created in the 70s and the, the hip word for the time in America was programming because of the computer world. If we put those three together, what it means is being able to have some tools and techniques to be able to understand how we process information and how we come up with and have beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and more importantly, how we can make change for all of those if they're not working for us. What would your explanation be about or surrounding the word stress? Now, this is a word that is used quite commonly in business or even in daily life, really. You know, I'm feeling so stressed. So could you maybe explain what what is happening? We look at all emotions. Stress is emotion. What we look at is whether it's useful or not. Now, we all need a little bit of stress in our lives, okay? If we didn't have stress, we wouldn't get out of bed in the morning to go to work. We need some stress within our body, otherwise I think our heads will fall off if we didn't have some sort of tension or stress. So we look at it as to whether it's helpful or not. And what happens is if you have a high level of stress, biochemicals such as cortisol, adrenaline, etc., get sent around your body. Now, we need a bit of it just to give that that pumping feeling um, and that, that feeling of being alive, alert, etc. It's if there's too much of it, that's when we um, need to think about how to change that because that can affect our physical bodies and our immune system. So it's really, really important to to look at how much stress have we got. Um, As I say, a, a healthy level is great, but if it's becoming too much, then to have some tools in terms of what we can do about it, especially within business. Yeah, that's really interesting, Emma, actually, because I've always um, previously looked at stress as stress is a negative thing, not being stressed is a positive thing. But it's interesting what you're saying um, and very relatable with businesses where that adrenaline pumping and feeling you know, using that word stressed before making a really big decision or doing something new that you've never done before um, can actually maybe be a strength but to just have enough of that in order to give it your best and for it to go well. However, there, there has to be maybe a tipping point where, as you say, it's maybe a little bit too much. When you have emotions that are very strong, it can trigger different behaviours. Okay, so if you think about how we take information in and filter it, that impacts on our state and one of our states is stress. And that will then affect on our behaviors. So you may find that you're behaving in a different way than you would normally. You may find that physically your blood pressure has gone up. Maybe your heart is racing. um, You're breathing quicker. All of those those physical signs, as well as that emotional connection that you have with yourself and think, oh, hang on a second, I'm feeling like there's a little bit too much going on right now. That's that's the time when you need to be aware of it and then think about what you need to do about it. Yeah, and, con- and controlling that. I mean, yeah, I do know, I can relate to what you're saying um, hugely with regards to my background and my experience that before I've ever embarked on anything new, um, something where I've been thinking, I'm not sure how this is going to go. I've never done it before. You can feel your heart racing. You can feel your palms getting a bit sweaty. And it's about, I guess, would you say how you deal with that in that situation? Um, because it actually can be 
very positive. Yeah, absolutely. So when you're doing stuff that's new, there's a number of things to think about. Um, one of the things to think about is is your plan and your outcome and being very clear. Uh, again, I was listening to another one of your podcasts with Vicky, who talked about visualization and knowing her outcome. Very, very clear. And we have something called well-formed outcomes, which says, you know, thinking about the consequences of what you want and being really, really clear what it is that you're looking for. Um, and especially in business, you need to have a plan. You need to know where you're going. We're all in the same storm at the moment. It's all We're all at sea, as it were, but we've all got different boats, but we need to know where we're going. Otherwise, we're just going to be bobbing up and down. So one of the things is to know your outcome and to know what it is that you want um, and what that's going to look like and how you need to get there with that flexibility as well because I think that can cause a lot of stress if you're doing something new it's, it's got to be this well it's got to be that or better is tends to be what we work on because actually then you know you can have that flexibility to move especially at the moment when we talk about stress one of the things that causes stress is uncertainty so if you can create some certainty by planning then that's obviously going to help I loved your reference there, Emma, to bobbing up and down and feeling lost at sea. Um, as I'm sure you're aware, we have our little duck that follows us around through the podcast and you've probably seen on some of the posts and Paul and I have made reference before about you know when you are a duck and you're you're swimming in this really large ocean of all these other ducks and you're not quite sure what direction to go and the current can be pulling you in different directions but it's those little feet that are flapping beneath the surface that um, can determine your direction as to where you're going. Uh, And you need to know where you're going because otherwise you just will bob. With that flexibility though I think that's really really key because because if you yeah. are going to, as you're swimming or, or you know, sailing across the, the ocean, if there is an iceberg, it would be good to have what we call sensory acuity to so actually notice it's there and to take some action rather than afterwards go, oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. There's been some talk about businesses and I'm sure there's some people listening who've experienced stress uh, within this uh, the, these times um, and things are not looking now how they thought they would, um, how they maybe have been running their businesses and now not how they are doing that or maybe even can do that moving forward. So what advice would you give to these people who maybe are feeling stuck, who are not um, finding it hard to be flexible and to change maybe systems that they've had in place for you know quite a long time? This is all about creativity in my world, um, being as creative as, as you can about looking at options. Mm-hmm. The first thing is to think about all the things you could do. We call it auditory digital. digital. It's like the self-talk, you know, that little voice in your mm-hmm. ear? Um, yeah. That says, oh, yes, but. Okay. Leave the yes, buts till later. Okay, so mm-hmm. be creative. think about all the things, you know, write it all down, all of those things that you could do. Then you move into, okay, so which ones do I love in terms of those? And planning. So how could I do it? I've been using a tool that says, what's the best case, worst case and likely case? And actually doing some planning around that. What needs to happen? And only once you've done that, you then let the yes, but we call it the critic back in the room and say, okay, so now let's evaluate it of, okay, what could happen and what do we need to do to make sure that this is successful? As soon as I started um, a few years ago, making lists um, and planning, it 
completely transformed my business. And I think although obviously we're talking about the COVID-19 situation now, I believe this applies to any business, whether, you know, however long you've been in business, whether you've just started, whether you've been in business for, you know, 30 plus years, um, that cycle of change is very prevalent all the time. So if you know where you're going and then you've got that strategy in place that when things happen, you know how to, you've got contingency plans, etc. you know how to manage around it, but also it enables you to see opportunities. So a lot of companies have really thrived at this time because they've taken their businesses online, they've done things outside what they would normally do. So yeah, having that sort of, having that idea of, of the plan, knowing where you're going, and if you've got the capability to deal with what's going on a lot of business owners they go into business because they're very good at what they do technically maybe not quite so good at some of the other bits so knowing what your strengths are and knowing what bits you need some support with and making sure that from a capability point of view you're you're always up there in terms of your skill level so always learning professional development personal development making sure that you know how to steer your boat you know how to paddle your feet you know how to hoist your sail you know what I mean so that you're not bobbing around going oh if only I knew how to navigate that would be handy you know so making sure that you've got those skills so if you've got your skills you've got your plan you know your direction then that's really going to help you steer your way no matter what um through through to success I guess it's rather like if you're going to I don't know a destination up to Scotland and it's up north somewhere and you just get in the car and drive up north or what do you do do you plan your route do you plan what you look at where the petrol stations are put the address in your sat nav um it's kind of like the same same analogy really absolutely absolutely I was doing that only a few years back um so my mom-in-law lives in Newcastle we got to Newcastle sat nav wasn't working and we were going on to the Isle of Skye and she said well you just go up and turn left well yes but there's a few more turns (laughs) so it is about knowing that direction totally and utterly and and having some tools in your kit bag in terms of awareness of when that stress level is becoming a bit high and then what to do about it so quick tips breathing okay so if you are feeling that you are um, having that level of maybe overwhelm stress whatever you like to call it start to focus on your breathing and breathe in for say three and breathe Mm -hmm. out for six so you breathe out for longer than you breathe in. And what happens is your blood pressure and your heart rate will start to drop, okay? And you will feel better. The other thing is to physically move, okay? So if you're feeling that, give yourself some space. Go for a walk. Even if you think, I haven't got time, I haven't got time. Having that little break can be so, so important. Um, I heard a great story um, recently about um, there was a master woodcutter and basically him and his apprentice had been working for years and it was the final final part of his apprentice apprenticeship. And he was chopping wood, chopping wood, chopping wood. And he looked across to the master and he was sitting there having a cup of tea um, and he wasn't working half as hard as him. And he's like, I've got this. I've got this. I'm going to have the biggest wood pile. And by the end of the day, they chopped all the wood and they had a look at the apprentice's um, wood pile and it was big. It was huge. Hmm. Then they went and had a look at the master and his was massive. And he said, hang on a minute. I don't get that. How come you chopped all that wood? I saw you. You were having breaks. You were having a cup of tea. And he said, yeah, I remember to sharpen my axe. Love that. Yeah. So sometimes, mm. especially if we're feeling stressed, just take a moment. Make yourself a cup of tea or whatever it is that's going to help. Mm-hmm. Go for a walk. 
do something and then come back with fresh eyes the breathing is such a powerful tool um these the you know the sense as a business owner often as we feel so overwhelmed um oh not quite sure what to do i need to do that i need to do this oh my goodness what's the time and it's so much um and that can happen at any point um in your business but it never ceases to amaze me how just taking that time back just to reflect um digest what's happening um so often yeah i can be much more productive once i've done that absolutely Uh, and another thing is is not to get distracted by what everybody else is doing that's another thing that can cause stress is you're looking at everybody else and going, well, hang on a minute, they're doing this, they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Focus on what you're doing. Focus on what's what's it right in front of you rather than predicting what may happen and what may happen. That's great from a business perspective. Put some plans in place and then move forward rather than, yeah, but what about? Yeah, but what about? Okay, because mm-hmm. anything like that is made up. And um, in our world, we tend to say, if you're going to make it up, you might as well make up something positive. <laughs> so yeah. so do, you, do, you, do you think that sometimes people may um, subconsciously be thinking something other than actually what's happening maybe have thought about something in their minds as to or misconstrued a message from somebody whether it be a visual message or uh, auditory do you think that that happens a lot in business oh yes Mm. Absolutely. Um, we're, we're all very good, whether it's in business or personal life. We're, we we tend to be experts at mind reading. Um, <laughs> we, we're experts in knowing that, oh, I know what Claire meant by that. Well, maybe I do or maybe I don't. Um, and in the, um, what we like to talk about is how in terms of communication, it's about rather than mind reading and guessing, we go around their side first and ask and find mm. out. Because if we are just assuming and we're mind reading what's happening, then that's just the projection of what's going on in our heads. That's not actually what's really there. Mm. We talk about our mind being a projector rather than a camera. Okay, so we're not seeing a snapshot of reality. We're seeing our own version of it. So, and what we have is in our own minds, we have these these filters um, called deletion, distortion, and generalization. And basically, the information we distort and delete and um, chunk together um, mm-hmm. based on our experience, our memories, our history. So that's why if, you know, we talked about stress earlier with different <laughs> for different people that's Mm -hmm. why some people respond in one way and another person will respond in another way because we're all different we've all got a different background history memories etc so yeah so so it's bearing that in mind that yeah you don't know what's going on in somebody else's world do you have any other tips we've talked about breathing to help you know our minds focus on what we're doing is there any other tips that you could share with us if you turn around and say oh gosh i'm so stressed What happens is those words impact on your physiology. And as we talked about already, that physiology will impact on your immune system um, Mm -hmm. and how you feel. So then when you check into your body and go, well, how am I feeling? Your message that you'll get back is stressed. Rather than saying stressed, say, well, I'm not so relaxed at the moment. Because your brain can't um, process the word not it can't process negation so if i say don't think about purple don't think about purple don't think about purple you have to think about purple to then try and not think about purple so if you're saying oh i don't want to be stressed i don't want to be stressed the yeah. message that's going in is stressed really fantastic what about one more emma um i think 
it's about living at cause or living at effect. This is a big one, okay? So are you pointing outside of you and blaming anything and everything else for your circumstances? Or mm -hmm. are you going, yeah, I, I have got choice here and I have responsibility of how I um, act and behave at this time. We have a little equation that says event plus response equals outcome. So event, looking at it at the moment, what's going on, say maybe COVID-19, that may or may not be within your control. However, mm -hmm. your response is. If you're stuck in pointing and blaming the government, the restrictions, whoever you want to blame, that gives away your power. And if you've given away your power, you're then the victim and can't do anything about it. So mm. instead, if you say, well, I haven't chosen that to happen. However, what I'm going to do about it is, and my decisions are, yeah, mm -hmm. and then move forward. It shifts everything. It mm. gives you the power back, puts you in the driving seat. And as business owners, we need to be in the driving seat of our own business. You've come up with such, such, um, you know, such powerful messages with regards to how we can ultimately take control of how we behave and how we react and how we can become uh, successful business owners and, and to run um, a less stressful business. Um, how do you implement these? Do you, is there any particular um, techniques that you regularly use for yourself um, as a business owner? Um, and whenabouts did you start using these? You know, how did this all come about, your, your knowledge and your experience with NLP? So I discovered NLP 10 years ago, next month, actually. Wow. Um, and I was in a difficult situation at work. Um, things weren't great. Um, things weren't great um, in a number of different areas. My, my dad had been ill. He'd been overdosed on the operating table. I had to go into a, for an operation and thought I was going to die. All sorts of stuff. Mm. It wasn't a good time for me. Mm. And I learned NLP and it changed everything. And I mean everything. I use NLP all the time um, and sometimes I find that I have to stop and think hang on a second so you know there's tools available all the time that we can use okay mm -hmm. so the more we use them the more they become our habits and those habits then obviously impact on our behaviors and how we are so I run a business just like everybody else I have to do my accounts and I've got all my plans and all of this sort of thing I run a face-to-face -face business <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like us to do face-to-face -face training so it's been really challenging mm. what I've done though is I've used these tools and thought right what can I control other than what I can't control where do I need to take the business what do I need to do just this week alone doing some risk assessments for the courses that are coming up just enabled me to focus on what I can control and bringing the decisions back so when it's uncertain being able to bring them back and focusing on right well I can do this and I can do that so mm -hmm. if I spent my energy thinking about, yes, but I want to run my face-to-face -face courses, I would get nowhere. Um, I just yeah. need to think about what well, I can look after my clients. I can do this. I can do that. I can adapt. I can change. So mm -hmm. you know, in answer to your question, you know, we're all human. We all have good days, bad days, etc. But what I found with NLP is that it's given me an opportunity and tools that the bad day becomes a bad half hour. And going back to the analogy of your ducks on the on the water, you know, there will still be storms. Mm -hmm. It's just you know how to ride them a bit easier. Yeah. Rather than bobbing yeah. around going, oh my goodness, what's happening? What we do at the end of our podcast is uh, we ask some questions. It's just a bit of fun. 
What I would just like to ask you, Emma, to start off with is, do you have a favourite smell? I went to the Cadbury's factory years oh, ago, lovely. standing in the car park, inhaling chocolate. <laughs> it's, it's the best smell in the world. It is just, yeah, it's, it's my idea of heaven, to be fair. <laughs> my mouth is actually watering. <laughs> I, 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 okay, that worked. They, they have fresh chocolate that's literally just cut, just been Make oh, Emma, stop it. You have little cups of them. Oh, my goodness. My husband went back and queued and queued and I may have followed him. <laughs> just to get this, like, <laughs> like five-minute-old chocolate. It's just out of this world. There you go. Oh, goodness. All right, that's on my list. Thank you for that. I now cannot stop thinking about chocolate. Brilliant. Okay, what about your favourite biscuit then? I really like a Twix, actually. Mm. Yeah, or Kit Kat. And again, because they've got chocolate and you can nibble the chocolate off around the outside first. That is exactly how I eat them. Yeah. See, we're, we're so similar, Claire, you and me. And if heaven exists, um, can I ask you, what would you like to hear God say when you arrived at the pearly gates? Um, I had a trainer once who was from America and um, every time we, we did something, she would turn around and go, great job. So that's, that's always stuck in my mind of like, you took your time, great job. If you had an American accent. So, or she, depending or on she, you. Brilliant. Great job. Love it. And um, yeah, love that. And, and may I say, you are doing a great job, a great job. So um, I'm not going to attempt the American accent because it will go horribly wrong, but I'm just going to say, yeah, great job. Thank you ever so much, um, Emma. It's been an absolute pleasure to hear the tips and guidance advice as to how business owners can run a business stress-free. Lots of tips in there. And so thank you ever so much, Emma. If people would like to know a little bit more about what you've talked about, um, where can they find you? So I'm on social media um, and my company is called Achieve Your Greatness. So the website is www.achieveyourgreatness.co.uk and so you can contact me by there. This is the Big Little Business Show, the podcast with bigger tips for small business. Do you know that was really interesting listening to that again because it was very appropriate when it came out a year ago, but it's equally appropriate now. There are still lots of things that people can take from that. So I think it was really appropriate for us to uh, replay that one and listen to it again and remind people of all the things they need to do uh, to keep a handle on their stress and make sure that they're successful as we go through another transition. Yeah, well, it's timeless really, isn't it? That's that this topic anyway, of course. Um but also as well, in business things change. And of course, my goodness, we've been through significant change. Um, so not at all, you know, playing down what the current situation has been with the pandemic. But as I do truly believe a good quality for a business, any business owner to have. What on earth is that noise? What's going on in your house? Claire's gone to investigate what's going on, by the way. I'm just keeping you up to date. What, what, happened, what happened there? I, don't, I have no idea what that was. It was really loud, wasn't it? It's like something was rolling down the hill at the front of my house and there's no one there. Oh, was it outside? It's outside, yeah. Nearly... It sounded like it was like next to you. No, I know it wasn't. No, it was really loud. I don't know what it was. I nearly fell out the window, but I'm back now. Normal programming resumed. Yeah, you know, a quality of a business owner, I, I, I truly do believe that is adapting to change anyway. Um, and of course, the change that has been presented has been very unpredictable at the moment, and we've had to really adapt our ways of working um, and you know try things out that maybe we've never ever even thought about before. So, yeah, I think going back to this episode, it's interesting listening to it now, but it is timeless. Um, but it's interesting listening to it now in a slightly different way, where we're in a different position 
um, in the UK and indeed the world as well, in business in general, really. So what do you do to keep a handle on your stress? Um, I pace myself, really. I pace myself. If I feel um, I'm becoming a little bit overwhelmed um, and really, really busy, I just make sure I block some times out in my diary just to have some downtime. So typically at the end of the week, I try to have a quieter day. Um, because then it sets me up in a good place for the weekend as well. Um, and not forgetting to breathe is a good one. <laughs> yeah, your breathing's usually quite important. You want to make sure you do plenty of that. Yeah, but seriously, I have got a habit of holding my breath. I've done it. I've, I've, I really, I'm not joking. Really? I've never noticed that yeah, before. I do. I, I don't breathe properly. And I've got a, um Apple Watch and I've got a reminder on it. <laughs> it tells me to breathe. It reminds you to breathe. They're like, oh, wow. wow. Seriously, though, I do believe that breathing is very important when managing stress. <laughs> I'm not talking, <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm not talking about breathing in general, but just, you know, managing your breath, taking deep breaths, because as we become panicky, and overwhelmed and stressed, you know, the palms start sweating, our hearts start pounding, um, and our, our, our breaths increase, our breathing. Do you know, I chose Claire to come and co-host this podcast with me because she could talk really well, but it seems to have stopped happening now. I think I'm going to pass over to you now before I start making up any more words. But yeah, breathing's important. One of the things that I do, and I have lots of different things, not that I'm a stressful person at all, but perhaps I'm not a stressful person because I do these things. And one of the things that I do is um, I have this little stone uh, which I carry around with me absolutely everywhere. Have I told you this story before? No. Right, I've had this stone since I uh, since my daughter was about four and she's coming up for 21 now. How do I not know this? We were on our favourite beach, which is in Southwold in Suffolk. My daughter, you know how kids sometimes say, oh, I'm going to go and collect some stones? Mm-hmm. Always, yeah. <laughs> and she came back with, with one stone and she gave it to me. She said, that's for you, Daddy, and I've kept it ever since. Normally when I'm in my studio, which is where we're doing the show from right now, it's sitting on my, um, my studio desk in front of me. Uh, but it reminds me of the very reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. That is so lovely. I cannot believe I didn't know that. If it's not here in the studio with me, it's in my pocket when I'm out. So I only need to put my hand in my pocket and then just suddenly, oh, okay, there's the stone. Right, that's why you're doing this, Paul. It's, it, it's very powerful as well in terms of our visual uh, visual reminders. And I think it's, that's actually really important to always remember why we're doing what we're doing. We've talked about this before, haven't we, actually? This has come This has like um, come about a few times. Um, is reminding ourselves why we do what we do in the first place. <laughs> Because that, in turn, will then help us get through those challenging times when we are feeling stressed and, you know, helps us become maybe a little bit more grounded. So that was a real good uh, rewind back a year. And hopefully that's given you some extra things to think about as you're starting to come out of hibernation and change your business yet again, hopefully for the last time. So for the remainder of this month, for those of you who may not be aware, we're running a competition which will allow you to win some video marketing support for your business to the value of £500. Yeah, if you're not doing this already, you really should be doing it because video is by far the most important and the fastest growing medium for marketing on social media. If you're not marketing yourself on social media uh, already, then there's something drastically wrong. Maybe a bigger conversation needs to be had there. And a lot of people don't use video because they're scared of doing it because there's quite a lot involved. It can be quite intimidating, quite daunting. We're giving you an opportunity to win either a video made for your business or some coaching so you can learn to make your own videos so you can start harnessing uh, the power of video in social media and hopefully make 2021 a much more productive year for you. So if you want to take part, here's the deal. It's currently May 2021, by the way. So if you're listening to this podcast at any other time, 
competitions closed, can't take part. Uh, so the entry closes on the 31st of May 2021. And if you want to enter, all you have to do is go to the website biglittlebusinessshow.co.uk. But you've got until the end of May 2021 only. To find a catalogue of episodes, including, of course, this one today, you can find us at biglittlebusinessshow.co.uk. Or we're on Facebook and LinkedIn and, of course, Clubhouse too. And if you want to keep in touch with everything we're doing in Big Little Business Show Land, then we have a newsletter that lands every Monday afternoon. And if you want to get your copy, then just put your email address in the relevant box at biglittlebusinessshow.co.uk. Special episode next week, by the way, Claire. We have. Yes, I'm very much looking forward to this. It's our first anniversary episode. And do you remember... I promised when we got to our first birthday, we'd be able to do our podcast for the first time together, actually together, rather than... I never forgot that when you said that, yes. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, without question. Say goodbye, Claire. Bye-bye. The Beat. You've been listening to The Big Little Business Show with Paul Mumford and Claire Horsley. You can subscribe to get the latest episodes via iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn and everywhere you find your favourite podcasts. Come and find us at biglittlebusinessshow.co.uk and we're on Facebook too. Just search for Big Little Business Show. Big Little Business Show.